Uh, we're talking about influencer couples. Can they teach us how to have successful relationships? Um, and I know that I'm going to have to first create a foundation as to why. Why are we even referring to influencer couples? Why is it important? Who on earth would take advice from some influencer couple? So we are living in a world where influencers are quite a big thing. They in, The reason they're called influencers is because they influence our buying decisions. They influence the shops where we shop. They, in, they influence the things we wear, the things we say. Now, a lot of young people in today's modern world love watching influencer couples. I think People just love watching other people who are in love because it also gives them hope of themselves finding love themselves. Um, and like, for example, I don't know if you experienced this, Charles, on your side, but I remember that on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page, and also on my Twitter, where I never really posted much, whenever I would post an image of me and uh, my partner, it would get the most likes, the most, the most mm. likes. Like I could post myself jumping off of an airplane. <laughs> but if I post <laughs> an image of me and my person, like people will like, they'll love, they'll comment. I'll get the most engagement, which shows that people have a huge soft spot for relationships and people have a huge soft spot for um, you know, admiring other people's relationships. And I really do wonder what the psychology behind that is. Um, so that's basically just to create the foundation of, first of all, an influencer couple is a couple on the internet that has, for example, a YouTube channel or an, usually an Instagram account or also at times a Facebook account. Um, one of the most famous uh, of those couples is Willow, Willow, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. They are a public couple, an internet couple that a lot of people love to know what's happening in their relationship and how might that influence their own relationships. And I think there's a lot of pros and cons to this, right? Then you also get influencer couples in the Christian community as well. Like, for example, um, you get, um, what's her name? And I'm sure, Charles, that you might know a few as well, that these influencer couples, when we're referring to influencer couples who put their relationship out there, we're not just talking about, for example, a mom, Ruti, and a pastor, you know, we're not talking about a pastor and his wife who so happen to be doing ministry together. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who are um, um, literally on the internet to literally bring their relationship on that platform. So the entire YouTube channel is about their relationship. Um, they might not do every single content about their relationship, but literally everything they do is about their life. They vlog about the holidays they go on, the arguments they have, how they handle arguments, how they respect and love one another. So that's what we're, that's the difference between a, 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 a Christian leader and their wife someone who's in ministry with their partner and someone who's in rom romantic influencer or an influencer who is an influencer with their partner. That is the huge difference between the two. So for now, as we're having this conversation, we want you to think of whether there is a couple that influences the way you perceive relationships and the way that you behave in your own relationship. And what implications does that have, actually? Um, so, Charles, as I hand over to you to talk a bit about this, if, for example, have you seen 
influencer couples in the Christian community, like a couple that is known uh, for having a good relationship. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. <laughs> That's I haven't. interesting. But I must be on. <laughs> I must be honest. I'm probably not the best person to um, to to ask these type of questions because I've noticed recently within Christianity that the couples that that I've followed or the couples that I thought would be esteemed couples, um, either the husband or the spouse has been caught in adultery mm. recently. Um, so. And I think it's the the problem is the fact that we as Christians are looking at these people and then we uh, hold them in high esteem, mm. and then we sort of give them a can can I say we give them this demigod experience, yeah. uh, or, or we see them almost like this they, they are better than us. They will this person will never. And then one minute they're uh, fighting the war for Christianity and the next minute they're walking on the walls of Jerusalem seeing Bathsheba taking a bath. Mm, <laughs> you understand? Mm, mm, yeah, so then, yeah. Then, we, then, then they're caught in this. And then, even worse than all of this, then we are surprised by their actions. And um, then the, the mud-throwing actually starts in the Christian community because then we are maiming and shaming and then all of a sudden... Uh, all people that had contact with them no longer want can contact with them, and then cancel culture as we know it today take its takes it through today, and then these poor people are cancelled. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And now we get the thing that happened in 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 South Africa. I can't remember what's that guy's name, but the guy that did the insurance ads, um, his wife shared this terrible video of them having an argument and said that she caught this. STI from him. Mm. Um, what's that guy's name? I can't remember. So but now that guy. Yeah. And then, uh, is it Katlejo? I can't remember. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Katlejo, somebody. Um, but that story came out now, and he won the court case saying that she, um, she bashed him in all contexts, all the possible income that was, that he was able to generate or should have generated from his public experiences that has been cancelled now, mm. she should pay him. Oh, wow. Can you believe it? Yeah, because wow. he was found innocent. Um, so he's sitting with, I might be mistaken, but I think he's, he's, he's suing her for between six and eight million rand now. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm, mm. But he won the court case, right? So she, she should pay that out. So what, what, what I'm trying to say is that we should remember that the moment that someone is on social media, we that in all honesty, that is probably not the true reflection of the marriage or, or the relationship. Yes, mm. that is probably mm. not a true reflection of the relationship. Uh, it's very easy for us to post photos um, on social media where they are very, very happy. Now... Um, I've I've got this thing in me. I don't know why and when it started, but I've noticed that the couple that post the most photos on yeah. Facebook is 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 usually they are the couple that's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> but I think, yeah. Unfortunately, I know it sounds bad to say that, but but I've noticed in counselling and I've noticed with, with the with the previous congregation that I was involved with. Yeah, uh, that's that's how it happens. Mm, People mm. feel this. They all of a sudden the the 
either the wife or the husband or the girl or boy or whatever, yeah. they've got this inner desire to start sharing more stuff on social media, more photos where they seem happy, uh, but they aren't. They mm. they sadly just they're not not happy anymore. Um, so I don't know why it is. I don't know if it's because they feel that they can blackmail their spouse into feeling happy again or subconsciously hypnotize them mentally to feel happy again. But it just doesn't work. Um, so there's a reason that there's a thing called the private life. And I'm saying rambling on now, but there's this reason that we, we've, we've got something called the private life. Certain stuff should remain private. Uh, we can discuss things publicly, um, but I don't think social media is always the best way to go. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, I completely, completely mm. agree with you, hey? Um, you know, I, I'm i going to be a bit of um, an advocate for a little bit, right, for um, influencer couples. Um, I, I do believe that there is some good that comes with couples putting their relationship on a public space. And more specifically, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. And I know that there's there are people who literally follow certain couples simply because you love the ideal that they portray, right? Um, and I think there's a lot you can learn from them. I know a couple who got onto YouTube. I think her name is Genetics. Uh, yes, Genetics. She um, was a very, fa well, she still is quite popular, a very famous poet who blew up with a poem called I Will Wait For You. Um, and a lot, a lot of people actually loved her work and they followed her. And then eventually she got married. Now, this was a beautiful narrative because she went from being someone who had a poem that was famous that spoke about how she would wait for her spouse, right? And then went to a place where she actually found a spouse and one who is godly, who loves God, who's in ministry, because that's what the poem was about. The poem was about not taking... Um, you, and I love the fact that it was written by a woman because our society often loves bashing men for being the ones who take advantage of women, right? And I mean it in this sense. We behave as <clears throat> though women do not take advantage of men, like Christian women do not take advantage of Christian men. Because when you invite a Christian man over to your house, um, he assumes that it's innocent, right? And then he gets there and you had other intentions, um, which you then, uh, you know, I'm not saying that men are innocent at all, because I mean, every time you talk about men, everyone's going to say, yeah, but men, yeah, but men. But sometimes we should, we should allow ourselves to be criticized even though we know that the other person also does wrong, we should allow ourselves to be mm. criticized. Um, so what I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to get to is basically that genetics then later realized, I mean, she had a beautiful YouTube channel, taught, I mean, showed stuff that's happening in her relationship. And then eventually she just stopped posting. And apparently, if I remember correctly, her channel was actually taken down. She took her channel down, which I can absolutely understand why the channel was taken down, because it's a lot of work for you to have to constantly update people on what's happening in your relationship because people get to this place where they feel entitled. But that's when we discuss what implications does being an influencer couple have on your relationship. You know, it's one thing, the impact that you have on the people that watch your channel and watch your content and your images, but it's another thing when we talk about what impact does it have on you. 
But even though there are those negative things, I will say, though, that I do believe that there is good that comes from a Christian couple, you know, coming and saying, you know, we have these troubles in our marriage and this is how we're solving them. Um, this is how we met. This is how we made sure mm. that we do not uh, commit any premarital sex or we stayed away from sin and this is how you know and especially wives that talk about being submissive i love those videos because it's content that the modern world rejects and and with a lot of vigor um you know being submissive to your husband in obedience to god i love it because also they teach a healthy obedience not uh, let me not say obedience, but more submission. They teach a healthy submission um, to their husbands, not this weird thing where you're now a slave and you have to agree to every single thing and you, you can never you know, tell your husband that he's wrong and you then come back to patriarchy. Um, and then you get men who teach men what love looks like because men have the responsibility to love their wives. So I think that's where these influencer, especially Christian influencer couples can help. However, I also do agree with Charles in the sense that it can have a lot of negative impacts as well. Uh, because first of all, the weight that it puts on the couple alone, or just that on its own. Because I know people who've literally said... Mm. Um, me and my partner would never break up, right? The one I'm with right now. Like they'll say, Given and Vanessa are going to be together forever because that's what they've, I'm not even an influencer couple and I feel that pressure. Like, why are you putting so much pressure on me? <laughs> you know, and I can only imagine how much pressure do influencer couples have. Imagine sharing videos every day on or every week on what you and your partner have been through, what your fights were, you know, how you guys handle having a sexual um, um, relationship. That there is just so much heaviness to carry on your shoulders, so much... Ugh, I definitely don't want that responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> definitely I don't. Definitely I don't. Um, but Charles, can you think of any good um, that can come out of influencer couples, particularly Christian ones? Or can you think of a way that it can be done better? Uh, yes. So the way that it can be done better personally is exactly that which I said earlier. Well, contrary to what I said earlier on, is that when you are socially on social media, please do, please be honest at all times. That's that's the main thing. Please, people don't want to do that. That that's yeah. the problem. We don't want to share our weaknesses because you come across as weak, and you, we as Christians feel that you cannot be seen as weak. Mm. because then you will no longer be mm. a Christian. However, the entire book that we are reading shows weakness from beginning to end. Right? Exactly. Consider this, just that, just the one thing that I want to elaborate on real quick when I talk about weakness. Consider this, the fact that the Lord Jesus asked his dad, please take this couple away from me. That's weakness. And we actually celebrate the fact, and we are very often mentioned that in sermons, but mm. as humans, we do not want to do that. True. Uh, as humans, we don't want to be seen as weak, mm. whereas we should. Men uh, don't. We don't talk about in men's groups or in cell groups, whatever the fact that. Listen, man, I'm struggling not to to commit adultery. I'm struggling not to look for continue watching porn or whatever. Mm. Then mm. the moment that that 
we can start having discussions like that openly and honestly. I don't think you're going to get the likes and the comments that you would want to get yeah. on a Christian influence page um, because people will know. You can't go to that guy's church because, listen, he openly admitted that he struggles with pornography. Mm, I don't want someone to mm, teach me the mm, Bible that mm, openly. Mm. So it might have a negative impact on your clout <laughs> or your clout following. <laughs> your social media clout. Yeah, your social media clout. But uh, <laughs> but it's honest discussions that I think that needs to take place. It's honest discussions True. that if... if, if the, This, the thing with social media and influencers on social media, their following and the people liking them is a mile wide, but unfortunately it's only an inch deep. Mm. Whereas mm. The, the, the way that the kingdom, I think, this, the way that the, we see in the Bible proper discipleship and mentorship and apprenticeship, the way that that takes place mm -hmm. uh, is an inch wide and a mile deep. Um, mm. th there's this saying that I always tell the people in our in our cell groups or connect groups or whatever you want to call it. Uh, less time, no, more time with less people as a greater kingdom impact. Mm. There's wow. no point in me trying to spend 10 minutes with 400 people throughout my week uh, if I can spend 40 minutes with 10 people in my week. Probably the greater chance for them to actually spend 10 minutes or 40 minutes with 10 people. And if those people can spend 40 minutes with 10 people, you see, and to see the, the ripple effect that this thing yeah. came to have. Yeah, yeah. We, we do not you. want that ripple. Yeah, you see, that, so that's, that's contrary to the growth that we see on, on social media, which me, might mean that people don't have this honesty thing um, in, 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 on having on influencers or stuff, because you, you don't get that. Now, when you are an influencer on, on Instagram or when you are an influencer on wherever, I always, mm -hmm. like I said earlier on in the hard ask, I start with the question, why do you want to do that? Yeah. Um, do you really want to impact the world or are you doing it as a possible way of an income? That's a very good question. <laughs> that is a very, so, very yeah. good question. Yeah, especially... Do you really want to impact people? Yeah, go on. No, continue. Yeah, no, I'm saying that um, it's a very good question because when you're doing something to impact people, um, your approach and your motives and also just the energy, the amount of energy you put into it, um, it'll vary. It'll be very, very different, right? Uh, but if you're doing if you're doing something for, for money um, and you want to make an income, I don't think exploiting your relationship And because a relationship is something sacred and private and personal, um, you should you should expose it to people very sparingly, um, I believe. Right. Mm. And and you should be very careful to what extent do you expose it to people. So I think there I think there is a way of putting your relationship on um, a platform like YouTube without you exposing too much of your relationship. I think vlogging is a very bad idea. Vlogging is a very bad approach to mm. being a, a couple influencer online because vlogging means that you need to literally take your life as it is, as as organic and as unrehearsed, unthought of, and put it on, on screen, right? I think there, there, there are, you know, remember those videos, Charles, that you used to love watching? I can't remember 
what's the name of this? It's something FM where they'd bring someone like a Christ, or someone who used to be a non-Christian, and then that person. In fact, even focus on the family is a very good example. So there's this YouTube channel you used to watch where they'll be in a room and it'll be black, dark, and a person will be sitting on a chair and they do an interview with them. Like they'll talk about when they before they were Christian and after they mm. were Christian, or maybe they'll discuss a topic on grief and they'll have this one person just sharing their experience of uh, when they lost their son. Uh, do you remember it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what What I... What's it called again? Yeah. yeah, I forgot what it's called. It's something FM. I forgot what it's called. But the, the thing that I, I loved about it, right, is the fact that they gave people, put people on a platform um, and they gave them the opportunity to actually think about what they're going to say. So, for example, for me, I think it would work better if your couple, your relationship couple, YouTube channel or Instagram. Actually, I would actually more advise a, a YouTube channel because YouTube, you have more time mm. to explain yourself. Uh, whereas, well, Instagram does allow for that, but people just basically want to consume content fast, fast. And they want to watch look at mm. beautiful pictures that paint a beautiful mm. lifestyle, you know? Uh, but the point is, I would follow a couple that maybe schedules, you know, um, their talks and they actually don't necessarily talk about their life, but they talk about the principles of building a relationship. That's what I want to know because yeah. principles you can use are universal, right? There are certain things that are um specific to your relationship like you know um who cooks in your household how often your husband cooks and how often you cook i think that that's not stuff it's stuff that you can mention to support your greater point but it's not stuff that'll work for everyone right um that what will work for everyone is the principle of building a successful marriage like how what is what does forgiveness look like in a marriage I would like to learn that from an influencer couple. Like, what does uh, submission look like coming from a woman? What should I expect as a man when it comes to submission so that I don't expect too much, right? So that I don't uh, put too much pressure on my own spouse. So what should I be okay with mm. and what should I not be okay with? So those are things that we really do need to learn and to teach ourselves and to be aware of as well. Um, and I feel like those are the things that can work on a, on a YouTube channel. They, they can work as people who are constantly re-emphasizing principles that work. What does it look like for a man to serve his family? Um, and what does it look like to overwork yourself, right? And you only introduce your personal life to the extent that it emphasizes your point and the principle, you know, and then not more. You don't give mm. any more than that. Um, those you give in smaller circles to the people that you're discipling, to those you dish out the rest. Uh, so, but anyways, we're running out of time, uh, but I'm definitely glad that we got to this point and we got to explore how influencer couples can influence you both positively and negatively. It, you know, sometimes the biggest thing to look forward to or to look out for is the fact that influencer couples can actually give you the impression that a relationship is never supposed to have downs because every time you watch their YouTube channel, they're happy, they're excited, they're ecstatic, they're cute. 
and you know i remember uh <laughs> uh my 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 person um my own person once said to me vanessa once said to me um why we never take pictures like other couples what is that <laughs> <laughs> right like what exactly does that mean we don't take pictures like other couples i thought we're not trying to be like other couples if our pictures are awkward let them be awkward right because we're not them um so it is it, that's another thing that's actually important when you are watching influencer couples be very careful not to compare your relationship with their relationship that's such such an important thing do not compare mm. your relationship with influencer couples yeah. because you do not know and don't let your try to get your relationship with the person you're with to measure up to the level of the influencer couple that you're watching because you you don't know what place both of you are at you might find that you're the one causing the problems through wanting your relationship to be at that level it's like for example let's say um the person we work with steven he goes to gym almost like he's very regular at gym imagine if steven were to take you and i shall and be mad at us for not going to gym as, as often as, as he does right it would be very unrealistic for him to expect us to just all of a sudden mm. get up and be active and go to gym and lift weights and do the push-ups he does and the exercises and the long distance runs because we have not been doing that for a long time so if you expect a relationship that you're in that is only two months old to be as cute and as advanced as a relationship that you're watching that's between three to ten years old, then you're being very absolutely unfair. 